Hello, everybody live and listening to the OIMOP replay. Today's kickoff topic is on strategic freelancing. Now, this context is this came as a result of a, a YouTube video I actually put out yesterday. Uh, I thought it was pretty good. I was happy with it. I got some good responses, but I wasn't I wasn't expecting more questions. Like that never happens. Usually people are just like, oh, okay, people don't need a video, whatever. But I had a few people email me and then one or two people in the online impact Slack channel be like, oh, that's interesting. I want to hear more about this idea of strategic freelancing. And really, that's just what I decided to call it for the video. But I want to explore that right now. And the point is to either quit jobs those of you who are still working jobs full-time or part-time and want to be doing your own work more for more income, like have that be your full-time gig. That's primarily who this is geared toward, but, and I'm going to argue this really strong in a second, the more I thought about this, the more I'm like, actually, anybody could use this at any time. This is like a, who uses this word? This is a lever you can pull. Like there are a bunch of growth levers you can pull in your own business. This month, I'm going to focus on nothing but outreach. I'm going to get on 20 other people's podcasts. There's a lever. This month, I'm going to try out Facebook ads. There's a lever. This is another lever to pull to try and grow your thing, no matter what it is, whether you're working or not. It just so happens to, in my opinion, work really well for those looking to get out of the job, out of the nine to five and do this full time. But I want to talk about how this works for anybody. So last piece of context, and then I actually want to ask those of you joining me on the live call like for some of your ideas. Here is what I think strategic freelancing is. I think strategic freelancing is freelancing for the purpose of making money to support yourself, to invest, to pay off debt, to put food on the table, whatever that is, and support your long-term vision for your work, what you want to be doing, your blog your online business, your, even if it's more freelancing or coaching or consulting or agency or whatever the heck that is. So strategic freelancing, I'm going to say this again, to make money and or accelerate revenues, maybe make more money faster, and to leverage that to grow your long-term work, your long-term business, the vision, whatever that is. I don't know what that is for you. Well, I actually, all of this in live call, I know r- roughly what your business is. but The question is, if that's what I mean by strategic freelancing, the question is, what does that look like? And that's kind of what I want to, I want to open it up to you guys on the call and get your ideas. I'll go ahead and kick it off with a few examples. So I'm already talking anyways. And no, I don't think any of these people are on the call. So I'm just going to, you know, make fun of them anyways. So I thought of Liz uh, Wilcox, who she sold her blog. She's going to pivot or whatnot. And she started out just getting freelance clients in copywriting, launching and sales. That's kind of what she wants to do. She doesn't, she doesn't want to do that forever. She's using it to a provide income for herself and set herself up for the future. The work she wants to be doing, which is you guessed it, digital products, courses, masterminds, maybe even summits. I don't know Liz's specific stuff. Although I know Liz wants to pivot into those bigger products that she could sell for $1,500, $2,000 down the road. She can't do that now because she's not in the audience. She's using this freelancing to provide income and setting her up for that. 
And how's it doing that? Two things, actually three things. Number one, it's giving her authority. She is uh, freelancing for clients. She's doing the work, the copywriting work. What she wants to help other people do, that's what she's doing. I'll say that again. That's actually pretty smart. What she wants to help other people do, quit their day jobs, be better parents, exercise better, diet better, get better with their finances, whatever she wants to help other people do, she's doing for her freelance clients. So there's a big point right there. It gives her authority. Now she has proof. She can be like, look what I did for this person. Here's my social proof. I'm an expert. Look at how I'm doing this right here. I'm just talking about it. I'm just doing a Facebook Live talking about what I'm doing for my client. I'm an expert. This builds authority and you need authority to sell anything, I would argue, but there you go. So that's number one and closely related to that. And I mentioned this in my YouTube video. And it's also just easier to create content around that. Which would I, which would you rather leave? Let's just talk about Liz. I'm going to throw Liz under the bus for this episode because she's a great example. Which blog post would you rather read or podcast listen to or YouTube watch? How I got my client 300x return, a live case study, or some crap about like 10 ways to do X or how to do X. Just that headline alone, knowing that this is a real world example. I actually did this. Here are the exact results. Here's the exact strategy I did. Like case study, example, real world stuff. When you freelance and you're doing that work, you can just, you can just talk about it. That's easy content. That's what I call lazy content in the video because you don't actually have to think that much about it. You just do the work and then you report on it. So that's another benefit of this whole like strategic freelancing thing. And the third and most obvious benefit is you can make money freelancing a lot quicker than you can make money blogging. Unless you're, depending on what stage you're at in your business. But in general, uh, <laughs> so like last December, I did a little bit more freelancing and I earned like, I think it was like $2,500 in like a week. I was just like, wait, what? Like this is more money than I made in affiliate marketing in all of 2019 or something. I don't know what it was, but I was just like blown away. I, for, I forgot like, oh, you can command money for services. Like sounds silly. And yeah, of course you can, but I, I'd gotten away from that and I forgot about it. So people trying to quit their jobs or those of us who don't have jobs, like we can, we can pull that trigger every now and then to accelerate earnings, build authority with our you know, audience and future audience by saying, look, here's what I did. Here's what I'm good at. I'm an expert and I can prove it to you. Look, here it is. And it's also easy content to produce. So that's pretty much all the context I think I need to give for right now. But there's, there's a few other people in online impact even doing that, which is interesting and cool. I know Tiffany has actually done a little bit of free women's work, right? With not just design, but some stuff like that. Sam and John from How to Fire they're not super active in the Slack community, but they're here. <laughs> They've told me like, we read, we're lurkers. Uh, they do a lot of freelancing work. I didn't actually realize this. I was emailing with them. They do a ton of freelancing work. That's actually like 90% of their income, but they're also building key relationships because most of the uh, clients they have are in the personal finance space and beyond. And there's a lot of people. Raina wants to sell a digital product. I'm with Raina on the bus now. And something Raina could do to build up that authority and expertise and have content to show people, hey, look what I did here. Look what I did for this coaching client. Look what I did for online impact and their mastermind group like system. That's that's good authority. Like that's good social proof. And like as Reino's own audience builds up, which I'm sure it will continue to do, like you can pivot even more on 
your own products, your own digital products, your own services or whatever, and you can pay more money. There's a lot of benefits there. So I'm going to turn it over to you guys. If anybody wants to like pipe up, I would love to hear one of two things. Number one, thinking about your own blog or your business, just brain dump for me right here on this online impact call. What are some of the freelance services you could provide that might be a lever to pull? This is going to help me build my audience somehow. This is going to help me build. Oh, there's another one I didn't mention. I'm not going to talk about it right now, but I just want to throw it out there. You can also get freelance work to build skills, to get better at something. Something I've thought about myself is like, I really want to do more Facebook ads, Google ads, and Pinterest ads because I'm, I'm good at it. I'm not great at it. Like Maybe I could like pick up some clients here and learn some more stuff along the way, get paid to teach myself those skills that would help me in my own business down the road. That's an example. So there's that. But I'd love to hear from you guys. Like, What are some services you could provide? Who would be your clients that could leverage out your audience for the future? That could like help you... Oh, sorry. Leverage the freelancing to help your long-term business out. I would love to hear from some of you guys. I can put up with silence a long time, by the way. <laughs> this is Tiffany. I'll pop in for a second. So yes, I have done some freelance um, freelance work, mostly in the design. But on another actually call I was on recently, there was another discussion about um, using when you're. So for us, we you know we also use our Instagram as part of our uh, as part of our strategy. And so there was a discussion about leveraging that um, skill when you're pitching brands. Um, you want to work with and offering them the service of social media management because clearly that's what we do on a daily basis to help boost them, especially if they don't have a massive following. Mm -hmm. And so um, that's something I've been thinking about adding into packages where we may not have, you know, 50,000 followers, but we also, especially those that are smaller than us, the newer brands, we can also offer them the service of, social media management and or takeover or like a strategy session for them or something along those lines that is a little bit outside the box, but may give us a little more benefit when we're, um, so when we're trying to make that, make that uh, partnership come together. Let me ask you this. So two benefits of that are like super obvious. Number one, you can charge them money for that. Uh, exactly. Great. <laughs> Check mark. Uh, number two it seems like you would also be getting more experience in uh, building your own skills even further on social, right? Yeah. Especially Instagram. Let me ask you this though. How do you think that would help you long-term for the Stoke fam and anything else you do for that matter to build your own little empire of full-time side hustle revenue? I would guess that long-term, like the more... That's a good question. I think probably the, I would see it as more so the social proof for us on our, on our end of when we have a satisfied brand who works with us and can give us and gives us good reviews that helps to kind of perpetuate the next relationship. So when, when they see, you know, a, us that proof or they see other testimonials from other brands it seems to really help or when they see other um 
see the content that we're putting out with other brands, if we can get the leverage, those relationships, even if yeah. we're using a, a behind the scenes service that nobody else sees those brands, every time we work with them, other brands notice. And that's another um, benefit yeah. that I would think would be helpful. That's awesome. You're, you're getting paid for more social proof, right? Like exactly. Yeah. Oh, that's fantastic. Who else? I'm up for throwing two cents in, but I didn't want to jump in too fast because I wanted other members to. Um, so one thing that I would note with freelancing, and now I'm starting to develop my own website, and my own products, is I wouldn't have known what those were that I liked doing the best if it hadn't been for the last two years of freelancing. Like when I started freelancing, I didn't have that focus. So doing different parts of community management and development and what that was actually gave me the insight to what I wanted my own business to look like and the products to be. And I don't, I mean, being able to work in someone else's business without like committing long term to any one of those things and figure out what you like, that's actually been a huge contributor to figuring that out for me. So I mean, I think it's not just a way, you know, gets you money in the short term, but also it can help you develop insight and focus to what you want your own business to be and what you like and don't like doing before you double down on it <laughs> for yourself. You just, you just actually gave me some clarity about something. I think one of my big hangups that I wanted to talk about in yesterday's like YouTube video as well is that a lot of people, myself included, I am super guilty of this, kind of look at the word freelancing and what that tells entails and still see it as work for other people just for money. Like me personally, I'd rather be right here at my desk working on even blog and online impact and all my fun projects and not caring at all about money whatsoever. But every now and then I'm like, you know what? I really want to buy the, the Lamborghini. Like I'm going to need to go freelance for a couple of months and like, get some more cash. That's kind of how I look at freelancing a lot of times. And I think other people do too. It's still working for somebody else, which sucks sometimes. It just does. And it's mostly to build income. And I think what I was coming around to recently is that it doesn't, it could actually be more than that. It could actually be hopping. Uh, it can actually be more strategic than that. It can actually bring in money. That's great. But it could also help you find your path in life. It could also give you Help you help you build an audience. It also gives you social proof. Um, and there's a lot of different benefits here. That's interesting. Okay. What were you chopping? It sounded like onions. I'm sorry. At home, I was chopping celery. Celery. Damn it. <laughs> I was so close. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, so Crystal said, I kind of reverse engineered this and turned my blogging and freelancing skills into a marketing job I really love. Don't forget that you're building real hireable skills that can take you anywhere. Uh, oh, screw it. I'll keep talking for one second. I like my sound. I like the sound of my own voice. Uh, there's Naval Ravikant and Scott Adams, the creator of Dilbert. And Scott's kind of the one that pioneered this idea of instead of like trying to be the top 1% in the world at like one particular thing, I want to be the top 1% of lawyers. I want to be the top 1% of digital marketers. I want to be the top 1% of personal flight, personal finance influencers or whatever the hell that is. Instead, try to become top 10% in two or three different areas, two or three different skill sets. I'm not the best developer in the world, but I'm a top 10% developer and I'm a top 10% copywriter. That makes me fire 
at like these specific things right here. Um, and so I think you're right. I think doing freelancing not only teaches you a very direct skill, not only teaches you like, I really hated doing that skill. I really love doing this other thing. I'm going to kind of do more of that. Uh, I think it just builds you up into like a well-rounded generalist in a lot of different ways and a bunch of different skills because you got to learn how to communicate too with your clients. You got to learn how to emails. You got to learn how to pitch for new clients. You got to learn negotiation to figure out how much you charge, which if anybody knows how to do that, please tell me because I don't. Uh, <laughs> like there's a bunch of different skills that go in that. I think it just, it's going to do nothing but help a business and a brand that you do in the long term too. So there you go. Does anybody else want to weigh in really quick before I, I stop recording? Okay. Fair enough. All right. I'm going to hang out with the folks on the live call. If you're listening to this in the replay, thank you. If you have any questions, if you have any ideas you want to send my way, I would love to hear them personally. Or you can put them in the public channels on Slack too. But I just, I'm really into this right now. I think it's, uh, I think it's a smart thing. It's a cool lever that you can pull to quit the job and grow the long-term business. So there we go. Thank you guys for listening on the replay and we'll catch you next time.